January may have welcomed you with a few extra pounds. If that's you, I want you to just give yourself a little internal hug. It is okay. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Luxlifer, Happy New Year, and welcome to episode 84. This is your certified life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com, where we learn how to not let a few holiday pounds that we may have gained throw us into the rabbit hole. But we actually can use this experience to make us better. So as I'm recording this podcast, it is officially 2022. And I am back in Philadelphia. We have left the beautiful 80 degree sunny weather of South Florida. And we've been back for like a week. and The sun hasn't come out since we've been back. I have not seen the sun in almost a week. It's just been gray and gray. And today we're actually supposed to be getting some snow. So yay, welcome back to weather in the Northeast. Lovely. (laughs) But I do have to say, I had a great time, had a great holiday, great time of rest. And I really got some like fun gadgets over the past couple weeks. I took advantage of the Black Friday sales after Thanksgiving and got myself a brand new laptop. And I am loving it. My last laptop I loved, but it was literally like almost six years old. So You know, these things don't last forever and it was working really, really slow and just so many things would crash when I was trying to use it. And I can't run a multi-million dollar business (laughs) with a broke ass laptop. So I went and got a, a new laptop from Dell and I absolutely love it. And I also got, since I was traveling, they have, if you're a computer person, and you use a laptop, and you travel, and you're used to using two monitors at home, you may want to look into, they have like this um, portable monitor that you can plug right into your laptop, super simple, and then it's like having two different screens. Um, It's so interesting, like I was talking to my brother about it, he was like, why do you have two screens? I was like, what? You don't have two screens? And when I was working corporate, like everyone had two monitors. It's just the easiest thing to do because you have one screen up with information on the other and then something else on another screen. It just makes work a lot easier when you can toggle back and forth between two different screens and you can see them at the same time. So that's one of the things I didn't like about working on the road is because I had to like be confined to my one little 13-inch laptop screen. So I got this nice new laptop from Dell, 15-inch screen, and I got the 15 inch, I think it's 15 or 16 inch portable monitor to go with it. It's perfect. Love it. And y'all, real quick, before we jump into the episode today, my husband got me a Remarkable for Christmas. 
and I absolutely love it. If you don't know what Remarkable is, go look it up. It's like a a digital notebook. That's all I'm going to say about it. You need to just go look it up. If you don't know what it is, go look it up so you understand fully what it is. But if you're like me, I've had the Remarkable on my vision board for a while. They're on version two now. And I love it. I've been like carrying it around like a blanket, like a kid with a blanket. It's amazing. So anyway, happy new year, y'all. Let's jump into today's topic. So the holidays, 2021. For most of us, it was completely different from the holidays in 2020, because in 2020, we were still under lockdown. We were still in quarantine. So if you were like me, you may not have seen your family for Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's and all the things. So in 2021, hopefully you were able to reconnect with your family. And, you know, with those in-person family celebrations, there may have been a little extra eating to go along with all of the in-person hugs and love. So January may have welcomed you with a few extra pounds. If that's you, I want you to just give yourself a little internal hug. It is okay. I even noticed that this weekend, my weight went up. Ironically, when I was away for two weeks, my weight was pretty stable. Like, I had a plan. It was all good. I came back, had a couple of outings with my friends, reconnected and did some social things, and my weight was up. And it's actually a little bit higher than my max weight, which, you know, I was like, hmm... I raised an eyebrow too, but you know, what's interesting, I was thinking about it this morning as I was looking at the number on the scale, I was like, it doesn't even throw me off anymore. Like seeing a higher number on the scale just doesn't like, it doesn't throw me off at all. So I started thinking about why that is. I started thinking through my thought process so I could share it with you. Because I know so many of you get so rattled when you see a number you don't want to see on the scale. So I have shared before, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I've talked about this before. I know that I've shared my, like, what I do when I gain weight process on social media, and I've sent it out to uh, my email list. But I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast. And I was like, oh, perfect time to talk about this process. What do I do when I gain weight? and why it doesn't throw me off on the podcast, especially coming back from the holidays. So here's what I want you to do. When you get on the scale and you see a number that you don't want to see, first thing I want you to remember is don't freak out and get curious, right? That is actually how you deal with it. You don't freak out, you get curious. But I know y'all are like, but I can't help it. If you must freak out about the number, it's okay. You haven't yet learned to be where I am right now, where a higher number doesn't throw me off. I don't have time to freak out. But if your brain is like, OMG, what the heck is happening right now? Go ahead, freak out. But I want you to put a time limit on it. Give yourself 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour to freak out about the number on the scale. Give yourself 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, but give yourself a time limit to make yourself feel badly about the weight, make yourself whatever you do in your freak out moment about that number, put a time limit on it. And I'm dead serious about that. If you feel like it's impossible for you not to freak out, then give yourself permission 
to have your little pity party, temper tantrum, whatever, (laughs) but put a time limit on it. Like seriously, grab your phone, go to the timer app, put 20 minutes on it. And as soon as you hear the 20 minutes is up on your timer, on your app, then you stop it. Freak out is over. Okay. So get the freak out out of your system. And once it's out of your system, then we can move on to step two. Step two is getting curious. Hey, why do you want to be curious? Because curious is the difference between you failing because of that number on the scale and you failing forward. Okay. Failing forward is a foundational concept within the stop dieting forever process. Freaking out over the weight gain and you just letting yourself freak out is you failing. The uncontrollable freak out is you failing. But when you can get curious about how and why you gain the weight, that is you failing forward. Okay. Do you see the difference? All right. So you're going to give yourself time to freak out, but we're giving it a time limit, 20 minutes max, and then we're going to get curious. So why curious? I looked up the definition of curiosity, and it is a strong desire to know or learn something. A strong desire, y'all, to know or learn something. When you're focused on the freak out, when you just let yourself freak out, you don't put a time limit on it, you end up getting stuck in Problemville. Y'all know I have talked about Problemville before, but if you're new to Problemville, This is when you allow your brain to set up camp in Problemville and you're going to begin to find problems with everything. So not only is your weight a problem, but suddenly your bath mats in the bathroom are suddenly old and disgusting. And then, oh my goodness, right? Your kids are especially annoying. And then you're looking around and you're like, the wall color in your bedroom is suddenly unbearable. And then, of course, when it's time to eat, you can't find anything decent in the refrigerator and you don't feel like doing any work today. And when you do finally like sit down at the end of your day or sit down to rest, you can't even find anything decent to watch on Netflix. This is what happens when you set up camp in Problemville. You're starting to find problems with everything. All the while, you are shaming yourself subconsciously or consciously throughout the day for letting your weight get this high. You're making yourself feel badly for letting your weight get out of control. And then all of a sudden you feel like the only way to end this madness, the only solution to stop this craziness is to you start like scrolling through social media or searching the Googles looking for the next super restrictive diet that you can just throw yourself into. And all of a sudden, ooh, a 14-day juice cleanse. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Even though you know that you hate drinking green juice because you've tried that before in the past, but suddenly you just forget all of that. And you're like, oh yeah, that's a great idea because you're so stuck in Problemville, you can't even think rationally out of Problemville, Okay. So this is why it is so important to be on to yourself when the freak out begins. Remember, the freak out started just because you got on the scale and saw a number that you didn't like and you allowed yourself 
to set up camp in Problemville, okay? But you're like, wait a second, how do I even stop the freak out? Like, I have so much emotion attached to the number on the scale. How do I stop the freak out? Some of y'all are like, this is why I don't even get on the scale because I know as soon as I put one big toe on the scale, I'm going to freak out. Okay, this is a practice, y'all. It is very easy to ignore the scale. It is very easy to say, you know what? I'm not going to get on it until I feel like I'm smaller. (laughs) I feel like I've lost some weight. It's very easy to do that. And for those of you who are courageous enough to get on the scale and you're like, well, how do I snap myself out of the freak out? I want you to just acknowledge the fact that, yeah, it is hard to stop the avalanche of self-sabotaging thoughts when they start. And yeah, it is uncomfortable to see a number on the scale that you don't want to see. But it is also very hard to remain in Problemville. It is also very hard to remain in a place where you don't like your weight. It is also very hard to remain in a place where you're constantly berating yourself for getting to this point. So it's really simple, y'all. It's like, which hard are you going to choose? Are you going to choose the hard where you get on the scale and you just like allow yourself to freak out for 20 minutes and then you move on? Or are you going to deal with the hard of being in Problemville where everything is a problem? Everything is annoying. Everything is wrong. Nothing is right. Which hard are you going to choose? So when you decide that you want to choose the hard that leads to weight loss, that's when you're able to really get curious. That is when you're putting yourself into a place of usefulness, really. Like a Lux Lifer always knows what curiosity questions to ask themselves. A Lux Lifer always knows like curiosity is going to be the best emotion to figure out what my next best step is going to be. And that's when I was thinking this morning when I was like, oh, I'm not freaking out because my weight is this high. I just got curious. I was just like, oh. So I just started asking myself these questions. Now, I am a professional, so I don't always need to write these questions down. As a new person to the Stop Dieting Forever process, you want to write these questions down and you want to write your answers down. I can very quickly process in my head the answers to these questions I'm about to share with you. But I want you to, if you're driving or if you're doing something else as you're listening to the podcast, I want you to just like bookmark this podcast, save the episode, make sure and take note of like where you are in the podcast, but make sure you come back to listen to it again, to write these curiosity questions down, because the next time you get on the scale, which if you're following my process will be tomorrow, your brain may want to go into freak out. But after it goes into freak out, I want you to get curious and you're going to get curious by asking yourself these questions. Now, these aren't like the hard and fast questions to ask yourself, but these are some that I'm offering to you to use so you can get started. Okay, so what have I been putting into my body the past 48 to 72 hours that may have contributed to this gain? Okay. Curiosity question. What have I been putting into my body the past 48 to 72 hours that may have contributed to this gain? Y'all forget, we have like a very selective memory. We get on the scale, we're like, oh my God, I've been eating perfectly yesterday. We forget 
what did you eat three days ago, right? That shows up on the scale sometimes two, three days later. So this could be food that you've consumed in the past 48 to 72 hours, medication, alcohol, like there are a lot of different factors that we tend to forget that can contribute to weight gain, okay? Second question is, well, okay, well, where did this food come from? So there is a difference between eating chicken and broccoli stir fry that you make at home versus eating chicken and broccoli stir fry that you get from the local Chinese restaurants, right? One is going to have much more sodium in it, potentially, which can cause temporary weight gain versus the one you make at home will have less sodium without the brown sauce. Like it will probably have a different effect in your body versus the one that you buy. Okay, so when you ask yourself the question, like, where did the food come from that I've been consuming in the past two, three days, you may have a different answer depending on whether you purchased the food or whether you made it yourself. Okay, another curiosity question. How much water have I been drinking? (laughs) Right, I did a whole episode on drinking water, the benefits of drinking water and how to like trick your brain into drinking more water. It's very easy to not drink water if you're not in the habit of doing it. So just ask yourself the question like, okay, how much water have I been drinking? Am I drinking less than normal or what, right? Could this potentially be water weight that I'm seeing on the scale? Have I been less active or more active than usual? So one of the things that we do, I teach in the process and I teach you guys how to do it in the boot camp. But one of the things that we do is that we just begin to track all of our data. So the more data that we have about ourselves, we begin to like create a baseline of, I guess, statistics, a baseline measurement. That's what I'm thinking of for different things that are very specific to our own bodies. So the more data you have, the more that you understand where these weight fluctuations can come from. So once you have a baseline of answers to these very simple curiosity questions, I want you to go deeper. (laughs) Yes, go deeper. And the way that you go deeper is not to like get all like super detailed and scientific and prolific with your questioning, but go simple. Simply ask yourself, why? W-H-Y, why? Why did I eat? Fill in the blank. Why did I drink? Fill in the blank. Why didn't I do fill in the blank? Why did I do fill in the blank? And answer those questions. Your brain is like Google. When you ask it a question, it will always give an answer. But most of us don't take the time to ask questions. Okay, this is why if you're new to this process, we call this self-coaching. If you're new to doing this, it's so important that you take the time to write the questions and write the answers down on paper, okay? Or if you have a Remarkable, you open up a new notebook and answer those questions on your Remarkable. So yes, taking the time to ask yourself questions, taking the time to answer the questions, this is what we call self-coaching, y'all. Self-coaching is almost like, almost, not quite, but almost like being in a coaching session with me but you're asking yourself the hard questions. A lot of my clients say that they have me in the back of their head. Like they, ha- they hear me asking them the questions that they then write the answers to. 
So we all learn about self-coaching in the Stop Dieting 30-Day Boot Camp, and we go deeper with the self-coaching practice in the Stop Dieting Forever program. But a lot of times people want to be like, oh, I can't do that. It's like too much time. Literally, this will take you 10 minutes max, maybe seven, right? Write the questions down, answer the questions. Can you sacrifice, can you give 10 minutes of your day to failing forward when it comes to your weight, okay? So these self-coaching questions will begin to help you clearly identify the sneaky self-sabotaging thoughts that resulted in you eating the thing or not doing the workout or whatever to lead that led to this weight gain, okay? Taking seven minutes to ask yourself these questions will result in you becoming aware of those sneaky self-sabotaging thoughts. Awareness is everything, y'all. Awareness is the beginning of your weight loss transformation. Once you're aware of the sneaky self-sabotaging thoughts, it really gets harder and harder and harder for that same thought to keep biting you in the ass again because you know that it's there. You know the result when it comes up. The problem is most people won't take the time to sit down to do this work. And why do they do that? I've asked myself that question a million times. This is what I've come up with. Probably because they aren't comfortable with exploring their brains yet. They're like afraid of the unknown and they don't want to go there. They think it's going to be like this huge, painful process. And if that's you, it's okay, right? I was totally there when I started practicing self-coaching. I would like put it on my calendar. Okay, I'm going to do my self-coaching this morning, give myself 15 minutes. I would sit down in my chair, went out and bought a beautiful new notebook, had my nice little G20 pilot pen, (laughs) sit down in the chair and start scrolling through Facebook or checking my email. And then I'm like, oh, time is up. Did my self-coaching. I'm done, right? It was very difficult for me to do it in the beginning. And I've talked about the process that I had to go through to be where I am now with the level of self-coaching that I'm doing now. So just know if you're in the beginning and you're like, I don't want to do this. I have a lot of resistance to doing it. Just know that it is okay. You are 100% normal. But I also want you to know that it is possible for you to create a practice of doing this work every single day that will only benefit you in the future, okay? So just know that you have some more work to do on becoming more comfortable with the uncomfortableness of self-coaching, right? You're going to eventually get to the point where the comfort of staying the same weight, the comfort of getting on the scale and being freaked out, like that right now is comfortable to you, but you're going to get to a point where You much rather be uncomfortable by doing this self-coaching work because you're tired of being the same, okay? I hope that makes sense. But eventually, the scale will tip in the other direction. So the value of being curious and asking yourself curiosity questions is that you will learn that this is your best weapon in the weight loss battle. It really is this ability to ask yourself these curiosity questions. It's the ability to 
keep yourself out of problemville and move yourself to a higher level and just get curious and like, dang, how did this happen? Okay. Now, the questions that I gave you, again, are just a few of the key ones. You can totally get started with those questions. And there are so many different ways that you can train your brain to approach your biggest weight loss obstacles. But I want you to just like imagine the value in knowing how to fail forward more times than you fail. Think about it, y'all. I want you to think about like this year, going through this year, the next couple of months, knowing how to fail forward, thinking about how many times that your brain wants to like go into freak out mode because of something you've done with your weight, the time that you've overeaten, the time where your clothes don't fit, like thinking about how many times that you potentially can go off track. Think about the value in knowing how to fail forward from that particular situation more times than you just freak out, mode, and fail. This is exactly what the Lux Lifer does. This is the exact work that we're working towards together in the community, okay? So just to recap what we talked about today, if you have not gotten on the scale and you're like afraid to get on the scale, give yourself a big internal hug, tell yourself it's gonna be okay, it's just a number, take a deep breath, get on the scale. Look at the number, give yourself 20 minutes to freak out, okay? Freak out time is over, decide, all right, putting on a big girl panties and we're gonna get curious. What are the curiosity questions I need to ask myself about this result right now, okay? And the answers to those questions will guide you into your next best step. It will allow you to say, okay, based off of this information that I have gleaned from my beautiful brain, based off of the information that I have admitted and acknowledged to myself about the past 48 to 72 hours, this is how I'm going to proceed with my day today, okay? And I want you to just really, really, really take the time when you finish this to feel accomplished, feel proud of yourself, for taking that first very uncomfortable step to do this work. Just know the more that you do it, the easier that it gets, okay? I wanna just stop and celebrate. Colette, play the music. Because I wanna stop and celebrate a Lux Lifer, Mary, who has been in the community and has been learning this process of self-coaching and getting better and better and better and better at it. So she is a great example of someone who is committed to the process, who left the community, decided, oh, wait a second, I don't know everything yet, and came back and is now creating amazing weight loss results. So she just posted in the group on Friday in our celebration post, She says, I'm enjoying, I'm celebrating, enjoying the holidays with no weight gain. I was truly present, focused on my loved ones and not the food. Can't wait to start the new journal tomorrow. So celebrating Lux Lifer Mary. Thank you for sharing that celebration in the group and use it y'all as inspiration to know that, wait a second, you can go through the holidays and not gain weight. You can truly enjoy the holiday season 
and not have it be all about food. Imagine this time next year, if it's not Lux Life for Mary that we're celebrating, but it's Lux Life for you that I am celebrating on the podcast. Okay. So we started using our new 90 day planners in the community. I'm so excited. So listen, y'all, if you really want this to be the last time you have a freak out in January because of your weight, I want you to decide to make this the last year that you lose weight. Seriously. If you've tried all the other restrictive deprivation diets that you can only follow for a period of time, don't you think it's finally time to learn a different way to lose weight? One where you can create a brand new way to live in the process of learning how to lose weight. This is what we do in the Lux Lifer community. If you've been listening to the podcast, it's time to become a doer instead of just a listener, okay? Get started with the Stop Dieting Forever process in 2022. You can go to my website, jenniferdent.com, and if you're new, you can download my free weight loss system. It's the five-part video series and the weight loss guide. If you've been around for a while, you've already done that, go to my website, jenniferdent.com, sign up for the next Stop Dieting 30-Day Boot Camp. Get your 250 ready because we're starting in February, the next one. All right. I love you immensely. Live Lux. And I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Forever.